Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Ariel. And this is the Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down each episode of the 10-season show. Today, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 5, One-on-One. Mary, what happened this week? Brenda has had enough of Brandon always making her late to things. She announces to Cindy that she wants her own car and she's taking driver's training. Again. Andrea approaches Brandon with his next newspaper assignment, the basketball tryouts, but Brandon can't cover it. He's trying out for the team. The first round of tryouts goes pretty well, but not for Steve. Steve claims the tryouts are rigged. Several minority students are a part of an applied learning opportunity program, and they've been recruited to West Beverly solely for their athletic abilities. Brandon and Andrea research these claims and discover their classmate James' student records and GPA are not on file. Brandon confronts James and accuses him of getting through high school on a free pass. Kelly calls Brenda for a ride home after a disastrous night out. Cindy and Jim are out for the evening. Brandon is at work, but he took his bike. Brenda decides to borrow Brandon's car. She runs out of gas before she makes it to Kelly. She finds a service station and gets the gas, but when they get back to where she left the car, it's gone. I can't believe that we finally find out why Brenda isn't driving anywhere, and it's because she's failed driver's ed three times. She sucks at driving. She's <laughs> so bad. She should just not drive at this point. Like, I don't understand, A, how you fail it twice, then a third? Well, and that was the thing. She technically said, what was it, like, she failed the first time, and she's like, okay, maybe two times. Then she's like, something about the third, like, she only made it through a couple hours or something? Yeah, it's like, but the third time was, and then she went into some other yeah. weird excuse. But, like, no, at that point, I had just been like, this isn't for me. Yeah. I think I'm going to ride a bike. Well, or, yeah, a bike. Like, like, can she not also ride a bike? Like, Brandon has one for his job later yeah, on? Yeah, Brandon has a bike and a car. She has R- to have she a has bike. None. She has nothing. But isn't there also the bus that Andrea Andrea takes to God knows where? I feel like Brenda would never take a bus. That one she'd, n- she'd Mom, probably never that's be That's not what Beverly Hills do. <laughs> I mean, she'd probably never be caught dead on a bike, too, now that we're saying something. True. Um, but it'd be better than nothing. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, I loved when she was driving the car and she was like, okay, Brenda, you can do this. We're doing so good. Everything's <laughs> totally fine. And I was just like, this is positive affirmations and this is probably sure. how I drive. Well, and it's like kind of healthy, right? Like, yeah. It's actually like that might work. And it did for a minute. And then... She gets distracted by, who was it, like Henry Winkler or something like that? <laughs> That's that? not Henry Winkler. That is Henry Winkler. <laughs> oh, Brenda. Oh, Brenda. She I just, want more Brenda. I want more Brenda, too. But we need something positive for Brenda. We need something good, like, for her to find a boy or, like, not that a boyfriend would solve problems, but, like, mm. something positive that would benefit her in her mind yeah like because obviously it's clear she wants either popularity or she wants you know to be noticed or something yeah, she like wants that. like friends and she's very extroverted very is what much I'm getting. so and like she's not having the outlets to do it all because she's got kelly who's kind of just mean sometimes yeah well and then the other outlets that could get her those things are money which she doesn't have status which she doesn't have the car, which she doesn't have and clearly shouldn't have at yeah, this point. seriously. So she needs something positive to break her way that would make her happy, not just, like, people around her or something mm. like that. Because she's clearly a people pleaser, but also, like, 
she wants to be happy for herself. Oh, for so sure. She needs that. She needs that. Yeah, she had a really weird episode this time. Like, yeah. you know, she was complaining about the car, but she doesn't have a license. And she just wanted them to buy her a car that she wasn't able to drive. Yeah, and it's then, like she wanted to put the cart before the horse. Yeah. Like, she was like, well, Brandon has a car. Well, Brandon drives. Because Brandon has a license. <laughs> yeah. And then she got to school and she, like, creeped around the corner to, like, bump into Kelly. Oh, yeah. And then they had that, that weird interaction. Yeah, because I was like, did I miss them getting in a fight? Like, is that why they're being so weird to each other? Maybe it was rollover from the beach? That was so long ago. I know. It was practically months ago. <laughs> I think it was. I'm trying to keep up, follow a timeline of the show, and I got nothing. Well, it's also no hard idea. because it's L.A. and it's never cold there. Mm-hmm. So it's just perpetually sunny 75 and We need some 80. holiday episodes. We do. I, we need I, like a Halloween party or oh, Christmas yeah. break or something. At least Thanksgiving, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We're not getting any of that, though. So who knows when it is, but clearly, yeah, that was so weird. Brenda just like coming around the corner, like sneaking her way into yeah. Kelly. And it was like the hi. Bye. Bye. Which I don't see why everyone was just like, I'm sorry. Bye. Which like, Brandon did. He was like, bye or something stupid. Yeah. Like, why is that a thing? And, like, why did it, it was, like, such a, it's like they were trying to be clever with, like, banter, mm. where it's, like, one word, one word, one word, one word, but it just didn't work because it sounded so stupid. Because they're not Amy Sherman Palladino. <laughs> right. This is not Gilmore Girls. Yes. Oh, God, if it was, this would be an entirely <laughs> different podcast. Oh, I don't know. I feel like we could probably draw some parallels between Brandon and Rory if we really tried. Ooh, probably. Or even Brandon and Dean. Like, if you think about it, because Dean's like, Dean's almost Brandon's opposite because Dean, he wants to do well, but can't. Like, his lifestyle doesn't have that. Mm -hmm. But Brandon is the golden boy and he's like champion for it. But Dean's always trying to get up to this like high standard. We've gone on this tangent. I can't do it. I'll I'll talk (laughs) to you. And see, I was ready to go. I was about to be like, all right, but here's where Rory comes into the picture. Yeah. Oh, but if we actually come to the conclusion that Brandon is Lorelai, I might lose it. I'll flip this table. (laughs) (laughs) I quit. This podcast is over. It's been a fun four episodes. (laughs) So one thing I noticed about Brenda, it got that... So, okay. Let me get my thoughts here. (laughs) Brandon, a couple episodes, had this absurd dream about surfing. Yes. Brenda has an absurd daydream or something about being a NASCAR driver. Who, like... I get the whole thing is about her driving, but why would they pick NASCAR? Why wouldn't they pick, like, her in the convertible driving her friends to the beach? Yes, like, I'm picturing what it should have been was, like, the full house, like, all in the convertible driving across the Golden Gate Bridge. But, no, she picked NASCAR in her (laughs) mind, and then the writers clearly picked NASCAR. They even showed Dale Earnhardt's number three car. Yeah. Which is, like, She wouldn't have known that. Yeah, and, like, yes, she would have never known that. Because she's in Beverly Hills or Minnesota, which are two states that are, I don't think, big into NASCAR. Well, and she just doesn't strike me as, like, a NASCAR person or a sports person or, or, like, any of that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Like, she would just not have known that. It was just such a weird thing. I was, like, I was very uncomfortable by it because I just, it didn't make sense to me. I was, like, why NASCAR? Well, and I'm just, all of these, like, daydreams that she's having is so weird. Very like the one weird. with the teacher yep. where he wants to teach skiing and they're going to sip hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah, it was like hot cider. 
and talk or something (laughs) (laughs) which is such like a 15 year old girl's like this is it this is what we're gonna do this is a dream talk we're gonna emotionally connect (laughs) which let's be real that is kind of (laughs) nice okay but really okay i want that emotional connection I also have to switch gears and talk about Brandon because, uh, first of all, Brandon's always going to be the freaking, like, center of attention. Well, yeah, this is, like, a Brandon episode yes. again. But there's a weird montage talking about montages or dreams at the beginning <laughs> where it's literally the camera is on a basketball goal and every shot goes in. Apparently, Jim and Brandon Walsh are just superstars at basketball which they're not they no they were like probably it. like right underneath it like all right i'm gonna do my layup are you ready are or you ready? they're like don't on, get too close to me or they're like on a ladder and just like <laughs> dropping it in from the sky like <laughs> making it as easy as possible well and i thought it was really interesting with the montage was like it was him and dad mm-hmm. shooting the baskets and i was like why wouldn't you just show him being really good at basketball well of course like, they had to you know tie it together because they had to bring the competition in well and and jim he hit the winning shot against Liberty. Oh, my God. <laughs> the more I see Dad, the more I don't like Dad. He's horrible. He's He puts way too much pressure on Brandon, and that's probably why Brandon is the way he is. Mm-hmm. He, he just always has this like standard he can't reach. He's just jumping and jumping and jumping and can never actually touch the ceiling. Yeah, it's like Dad disappears and doesn't say anything about, you know, him having sex in the house and like, yeah. like all these things where it should be actual parenting, but then he's like... Have I mentioned how you should be Phi Beta Kappa Summa something da 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 and <laughs> captain of the basketball team and score the winning buzzer and mm-hmm. Dad sucks. Dad does suck. Like mom and dad are annoying in very different ways because one's complainy and one's too high stressy. Yeah, but yeah. apparently Dad says that Brandon is top five material, and I had to pause for a second because I was like, <laughs> top five in what? In basketball? In height? <laughs> aren't you a little short uh when andrea andrea goes savage on brandon i just i love it it just brightens my day and I it know. brightens my outlook that somebody in this universe calls him on his shit i know <laughs> like she he needs her he needs her a lot he does need her and that is what i mean i know we've only really seen her interact with him but it's almost like maybe that's for good reason like maybe mm. that's actually on purpose because like you said she clearly needs or he clearly needs her yeah and I think I mean to some extent I think she needs him too just for like companionship and Mm -hmm. someone to also probably compete with her yeah well yeah I mean it seems like you know this is complete conjecture but I think she's not really hanging out with a lot of other people at the school yeah probably because of her whole secret of like I don't live in the district and Mm -hmm. I'm poor and if anybody finds out I'm not gonna be able to go here anymore and then she meets Brendan, who's like, I'm not going to tell your secret. And he's like her only friend. Yeah. And it just so happens that he's also on the newspaper with her and he's also supposed to be really smart. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So it's finally like she's maybe found her quote unquote equal from an intellectual standpoint. Mm-hmm. But now she knows that it's almost like she knows that he can be better than he is. Yeah. She can, he can be Dylan. <laughs> smart and just good oh yeah if he talk, just tried can we talk about how dylan is not in this episode i know i hate what it the hell it automatically docks a letter grade at the end of this when we grade it it's already down a grade i think i made it to the end and the credits started rolling and i was just like i'm sorry luke what? perry donde esta yeah. where are you 
No, no, no. Go redo this episode. Go play basketball with Dylan. Right. <laughs> we don't need Steve. We don't want Steve. I don't like Steve. No. I don't I don't know that we'll like Steve for a while. I mean, from what I remember watching my first go around, like he was never one that I was like, Steve, yeah, <laughs> two thumbs up. I don't think I ever really cared for him that much. I mean, I hope maybe I will this time around because I'm older and probably understand things a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But Steve, yeah, he's kind of the worst. But he tries out for the team, too. Yeah. And sucks. <laughs> Steve, unaware that he is terrible, <laughs> tries out for the basketball team. And it was so funny because that little synopsis, which I think was on Amazon and Hulu. Yeah. It was like unaware that he's terrible, but it had such a double meaning. Unaware yeah. that he's A, terrible at basketball, but and also B, just a terrible, terrible person. Yeah. Because they try out and like when they do that scrimmage. Which Brandon, like, he wasn't bad. Like, he wasn't as bad as, like, uh, everything else screamed at me telling me he was bad. But he wasn't as bad. I mean, all the other dudes were clearly, like, in another league. And he's, like, 5'2", but... <laughs> he's so short. <laughs> but he yeah. wasn't that bad, and Steve was really bad. Mm. Steve was really bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about basketball, but even I was watching it, and I was like, come on now. Mm-hmm. You should know better. Right. But, yeah, because he, like, oh, he just reeked of white privilege this entire episode because he's yes. like lacing up and he said that coach practically told me I'm practically a lock oh you're right like, you're right, saying right. too many times yeah like why why would you think that but also like that's white privilege coupled with uh like the toxic masculinity because he he has to say it enough times to where he actually believes it or that mm-hmm. other people think that he's that good because if he doesn't say it then no one will know yeah yeah, because, like, you know, he says that, and then he's terrible on the court, and then they walk out later, and he just goes straight into, like, well, the only reason I didn't make it is because, you know, those guys are, what is it called? The um, well, they're out Applied of, Learning yeah. Opportunity Program, which he says is, like, I don't know, I guess kind of like recruitment for college? I guess. But in high school? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It didn't sound familiar as far as like just something in general that's current. Mm -hmm. But I do. I mean, I do know that like there are certain programs in place academically to like tutors, basically, though. It's not like a program. I think that would be. I don't think that would be allowed in NCAA rules or something like that. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, you could definitely have tutors. You just can't cheat and you can't have somebody else do your work for you you have to earn your grades but I do know that there's probably more opportunities Mm -hmm. if you do need the help but who's to say if it's you know by the books or not but yeah yes the fact that Steve automatically goes there yeah because like there's you know spoiler alert I guess we find out that James is not in the program he actually lives within the school district Mm -hmm. and goes to the school just as a regular student but yeah, when Steve's just like, oh, well, those five guys that are clearly going to get on the team are all brought in on hardship because we want to be the best and we want to win everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, excuse me, Steve. Yeah, those are some wild accusations. Yeah. And just, oh, it made me really mad. Like, that is the toxic masculinity. Like, he cannot stand anyone else being better than him. And then jump straight to like, well, they're black, so they're good at basketball. And it's like, right. um, okay, sure, maybe that's like partially true, but... They're also just good athletes. Like, like, they're just good at best. And, like, I went to a private school, mm-hmm. right? And so we did 
I think they do it more now, but I think they do like scholarships for athletes to get them to the oh, school. Oh, into private school? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like there is technically no district because it's a private school. If you can get to right. it, you can go there. Exactly. But they will give incentives to be like, all right, well, you could go to, you know, this high school down the street from you or you could go to our school and play on our football team and we're going to give you discounts on tuition and books and da 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 Interesting. Mm-hmm. But I mean... That's not, we're not just like, we need more black people at this school. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's, there's a way to assess talent mm. that's completely independent from skin color. I mean, because, like, who's just, like, Brandon's actually not bad. Like, I mean, he's a little short white dude, but he's mm-hmm. he played defense. He hustled. Like, the, cool. Good job, Brandon. Yeah. But just because these other five guys are black doesn't equal a spot on the team. If anything, that equals you got to try harder. Yeah. Because people of color and women are you know, oppressed for just being, just existing. Well, and the, yeah, there's going to be people like Steve at the school being like, the only reason that you're here is so that you can play basketball. So of course you're going to make the team. And of course you're just here because mm-hmm. you're in this applied learning opportunity program. Right. And you're just automatically going to get all the help and get, it's going to be easy for you here just because you're good at basketball. Well, yeah. And that was the other thing when he kept saying like, they're getting a free ride and it makes me sick. And I should be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You're not hurting for money. Your mother is like a freaking celebrity. Yeah. You could just not graduate high school and you will probably be fine. Yeah. Just take up a job. Like, I don't know. We don't know what his dad does or like where his dad is, but I'm sure he probably is wealthy as well. And like, mm. he could easily just get a They'll job. They'll get him an internship. Yeah. Or, or just work for the family business or like whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, you're not hurting. Like his problems were just not realistic. Yeah. And his reasoning for jumping down Brandon's throat about, and just putting out all this bad juju and like all these bad accusations. It just wasn't warranted at all. No, I don't care who you are, but especially not him. No, he's just being really salty. And I didn't yeah. like it. He, yeah, he just, he got cut and he was mad. So yeah. he took everything he could. So he was a little bitch about it. Yep, to explain it away. Like, oh, it just made me so mad. I know. It was ridiculous. And I mean, I guess like Brandon, he doesn't believe it at first, but it was very easy to persuade him that that was the truth, that mm-hmm. these kids are there for the wrong reasons. Yeah, like... That was kind of what got me is later in the episode where he makes all of these things being like, no, I'm not racist. I'm not da 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 da. But like, you had no problem like listening to Steve, thinking about it, getting all up in it, and then going to Andrea later and being like, we need to look into this. Yeah. And again, with the dang like investigative reporter angle, like, which he still didn't do. Right. Like, he is not an investigative reporter. He just likes to say he is one. Well, and is that supposed to be threatening? Like, because clearly he has a horrible follow through. Yeah. I'm sure that would spread around school. So it's like, be like oh, no, yeah. Brandon's going to look into me. Oh, I'm scared. Like, no. No. And I thought it was interesting, like when he went to and Andrea about it <laughs> and like he was talking about how they're not in the district and they don't belong here. And I know the whole thing was built up to her to be like, remember, I don't live in the district. Yeah. But like that was so insensitive of him to say that in the first place. Right. He literally was just like, well, they don't they shouldn't even be able to go here. It's like, dude, you, you know, who followed you're me to. on a bus and found that I don't go he- that I shouldn't <laughs> go here. So what now? 
Yeah. No, he was just being really insensitive about mm-hmm. it. And like even asking her to look into that, I feel like puts her at risk of getting caught. Yeah. Like, I don't know, you know, how realistic that would actually be. But I was just like, you should drop this because yeah. if they're going to start looking into other students that are on, you know, the in the registrar's office, they're going to pull a list and be like, all right, who lives here and like who actually lives here? There's a chance that she's going to get in trouble. Right. And that could totally snowball into many other kids who are you know go there for certain whatever reasons for the education or Mm. whatever it may be that will then be you know kicked out or asked to leave or whatever i that is interesting that he doesn't care that she goes there for the academics yep but like you know she's arguably we'll say she's smarter than him so she's higher on the class list she's the head of the newspaper. So like he could be in competition with her for those things, but he's not mad about it. Right. But then these guys are on the basketball team or trying to get on the basketball team that he wants to be on and he's Mm -hmm. mad about it. And it's another one that he has no, he's doing the whole privilege thing too, where he's like, well, I think I'm good. So I should be on the team. Right. But like you haven't put any time into this. You haven't met with the coach before. You weren't on the JV team before. Like this is the first time we've ever heard about it. And it is the day of tryouts. Right. And, which, I mean, that whole thing's a different thing. It's like they're having tryouts a week before their first game or something like that. I know. Seems... They should have had the tryouts like three months ago. Right. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He's like complaining about stuff that he he just has no concept of reality. Yeah. Like he just has no idea. He And he just took that breadcrumb from Steve because I guess Steve had been there before, you know, like on the team. But he was on the JV team the year before. Yeah. And if they're supposed to be sophomores at this point, like... It's like you should be on JV. Yeah. Like there's sophomores rarely get called up to varsity unless you're really, really good. And it, yeah, if you're going to be on the JV team again, which I don't know if we ever confirm whether or not Steve is even still playing at this point. I but, doubt it because he was well, so butthurt now about it. being a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, if he got on the JV team a second year in a row, like, so? Right. That's that, fine. Put your time in. Get yeah. better at playing. I was on JV freshman and sophomore year, and I loved it. And then yeah. I quit playing because of politics, but, like, that's a whole different story. Yeah, we had – so we had the JV team and the varsity team, and then we also had, like, a freshman team. Yeah, same. That, like, mm-hmm. if you weren't even good enough to be on JV, you'd you be could on the freshman be on the team. Freshman team. So you'd still get to play. We had the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't play sports, so I wasn't on any of those teams. Yeah. But, yeah, like – Get over yourself. Also, JV was a lot more fun because I was like with more of my <laughs> friends and it was less, I mean, it was competitive because we all wanted to be good, but it was not competitive from like a player to player thing. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. like if my friend played my same position on the JV team and she got more playing time than me, it wasn't as big of a deal on the JV team. But if it was varsity, it was like, it if you don't make deal. the spot, like you, you sit the bench and it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that anyway. Yeah, it just Steve is the worst, and then he was turning Brandon into the worst. Or at least he was like. Well, influencing he, I think he him. was bringing it out. Like, yes, I don't oh, yeah. think Brandon is just going to like magically turn racist in one day. Like, right, that right. was in there somewhere, yeah. and I don't know what you know demographics are in Minnesota or anything. Like maybe he's not used to having that competition across skin colors. Could be. But I don't. I don't know. I really don't. Um, and then when. I did have a question when Andrea goes to look into the program and she goes to the office. Like, first of all, why are they just giving her student records? That was an issue I had. But second of all, I was like, why isn't she in this program? Good like, point. What is this only for like sports and to boost their I wonder standing? if it's also like a transfer program. Like if you transfer in, 
and you're behind or because James, you know how James was like he when he came into Beverly, he was already behind. Yeah, because they started him like three weeks after this semester started or something. Exactly. So I wonder if that program is almost like a let's help catch you up. Well, but he wasn't in the program because that was the oh, whole right, thing. Right, 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 right. Was that like they went and looked and they found of the five black people at the school. Right. They found four of them in the program, and they didn't find James. That's right. Which led to Brandon's huge meltdown in the library. God, that was the worst. I mean, it was intense. And and I, like, way to go, the actor that plays James. Like, that was the best acting we've seen on the yeah. show. No, I, like, I pulled up the IMDb to see if James stays on the show, because mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be a good friend for Brandon. Like, we have oh, just yeah. proven that Steve is a terrible person, and nobody should be talking to him. And if Brandon's going to be playing basketball and wanting to get better so he can be on the varsity team, he should be playing with James, Mm -hmm. who is going to be on varsity because he's good, and working to get better. And then they can, like, go back and forth because they're both in their tech class together. Oh, yeah. Like, and Brandon's supposed to be so smart. Right. So, like, they can study together. They can play basketball together. Like, that could have been a really good friendship. But But (laughs) (laughs) the cast, as we've seen, is severely lacking diversity yeah so yeah the best we have is and andrea is kind of poor and jewish yeah (laughs) yeah that's as good oh so sad yeah this is the 90s people come on Uh, we can do better yeah um so something i noticed it was when um going off the topic of james for a minute at the walsh family dinner and Kelly was there, which was kind of cool to see. I did really like yeah. Kelly actually showing up and like Being getting to friend. see their friendship now. Yeah. But while they were talking about it and dad was just like grilling Brandon about whatever, about the basketball tryouts and like mm. the practice and whatever, he says something. He's like, well, you've read Bobby Knight's book. <laughs> and I immediately was like, "Ooh, that doesn't age well. Yeah. <laughs> like he should not be your role model. Yeah, when Kelly was like, who's Bobby Knight? And I was just like, don't worry about it. Yeah, you don't need to know, Kel. Just it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Move on. We won't talk about it. But, he, th- I mean, that just goes back to dad again, just like these unrealistic expectations. I mean, Bobby Knight was like the biggest, like, asshole in basketball. Yeah. But he also, like, rode his players, like, really, really hard and expected them to be just, you know, superstars, all of them. It doesn't mm. matter if you're the best person on the team or the worst person on the team. And I just think that Jim just has – crazy unrealistic expectations for Brandon or he just wants to vicariously like live through Brandon oh absolutely because we learn at the end of the episode oh wait Jem's shot at the buzzer to beat Liberty was a fluke yeah and the only reason he was in was because everybody else had bowed out yeah yeah so it's like all right pot let's meet some kettle here (laughs) Yeah, I just really wonder how that has never come out before. Like, you would think mom has heard this story enough times that she knows, like, how it actually went. And she's just like, you need to lay off the kid and you need Mm -hmm. to tell him that, like, no, I was in because everybody else was hurt or tired or fouled, whatever. Or it's like if she didn't know, like, that's a really long lie to tell. That's like at least 17 years worth of lying. Ugh, the parents are the worst. I hate the parents. God. Yeah, because he spends this entire episode putting so much pressure on Brandon and not realizing what he's doing to his own kid. Totally. And 
spoiler alert, that continues into the next episode. Which but is like, just infuriating. It, now I'm starting to understand, not that it gives Brandon an excuse at all, but I'm at least starting to understand where this might be coming from. Yeah, absolutely. Because you have to assume that he's been doing this this whole time. Exactly. Like, you have to assume that maybe that's the reason that Brandon is on the newspaper. Or it's like, definitely the reason that Brandon was trying to get a job. And trying out for the basketball team even when he didn't really want to. Yeah. Or trying to make, you know, source of good grades and... Yeah, there's a lot of pressure. And they always expect him to be the good guy, and they Mm -hmm. have much lower expectations for Brenda. So maybe that's a good thing for Brenda. We keep talking about how we want something good for her. Maybe, like, kind of being ignored by your dad is a good thing in this case. Flying below the radar. I mean, okay, so she said something funny in this episode, too. She was, like, um, talking about, like, Kelly wanted her to go on that blind date with her, Mm -hmm. like the double date. And Brenda's like... Oh, I'm so bad at lying. There's no way I could ever get away with this. I'm like, you literally got away with dating a 25-year-old lawyer. And nobody found out why no you one were leaving. Knew. They weren't like, like, at this point, I really just want a shot of the parents in a car being like, you know, I haven't seen a McDonald's around here. <laughs> Remember when Brenda told us she was going to McDonald's? Maybe she lied. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> she didn't lie. Hey, Brenda, I was really wanting a McFlurry today, but I can't find a McDonald's. Where's the one that you went to with Kelly? I heard the McRib was back. We need to go get one. Wait, there's not a McDonald's around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, but then um, when the car gets stolen, even then... She lies about what right. happened. And she and, does well. Yeah. And technically, yeah, no one would have caught her if they hadn't dropped the car back right in front of the house. Right. Which is hilarious. Like, okay, first of all. Okay, yeah. So she's driving to pick up we Kelly. Can backtrack. Yep. Because Kelly is, that date went well, horrible. I want to backtrack a little bit more because okay. Kelly asks her to go on this date with her. And then she's like, in the kitchen on the phone with her later talking about it and mm-hmm. she's like oh yeah brandon you know kelly wants me to sneak out tonight to go to this date which i was just like why would you tell him <laughs> yeah. like either do it and then tell him like hey cover for me if mom and dad come back or right. don't tell anybody yeah because like, then he's gonna insert his like moral high ground yeah he's gonna be golden boy and he's gonna be like you don't need to sneak out brenda you're better than that <laughs> you don't have to be this way yeah but then so I guess at some point off screen, she has to tell Kelly that she's not going because when Kelly calls her later and she's just like sitting on her bed listening to music, I was just like, did you ditch her? Yeah. Like, were you supposed to be there right now? Yeah, that's, I guess, like kind of the funny thing about, um, you know, the 90s with phone calls and stuff, because when you called someone and said, hey, do you want to go to the skating rink? And here's the time to be here. You just believe them. Yeah, you just kind of have to be like, they're going to be here, right? Exactly. And if they're 20 minutes late, you have no way of knowing what happened. So it's like, was Kelly just sitting there at the Janet Jackson concert? Like, where the crap is Kenny in the limo? (laughs) Yeah. Which, that was my other question. I was like, how old is Kenny? Oh, gosh. Who are these people that you guys are hanging out with? Well, I mean, he's got to be older, right? I mean, you would assume all Kelly wants to do is date older guys. Like. Uh, I guess, yeah, when she was talking about the 25-year-old, mm-hmm. and it was just like, oh, yeah, you definitely you have, have to date You have to him. do this. <laughs> like, no, you really don't. And it's really gross that anybody would want to hang out with a 16-year-old as a that's that adult. Old? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But, well, that's the thing. Yeah. Kelly's still 16 here. Yeah. You can't forget that she's 16. Oh, God. I don't think I'm... I am not going to forget that she is a teenager. Right. No matter what she does. Well, and so when she 
calls Brenda to come pick her up. Brenda's on the way. Brenda says, you know I don't have a California driver's license. <laughs> I don't think Girl, she has you don't have a license. license or a car. Right. So she takes Mondale, which <laughs> is the car. Just such a Brandon name for a car. Yeah, white bread name for a car. For a guy that lost. Yeah, a guy that lost the presidential election is a hero to Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> so she takes Mondale, not knowing how to drive. She's fine, though. She's doing a great I know, job. That's her positive affirmation. She's like, well, we got this. We can We've do this. We've taken this driver's test four times. We are good. She had her hands on 10 and 2. She was looking at her mirrors. She was just going slow and easy in a neighborhood. She just forgot to check that there was gas, which honestly, that's on Brandon for not keeping his gas tank full. That's true, because like... What was he going to do the next time he takes the car out? He was going to run out of gas at the same place. It's not like they were probably taking different routes like, yeah. to get to the city or get to, you know, out of the suburbs. Mm-hmm. So, well, and just as a teenager, like I never I would always get home and be like, I'll just fill my gas tank in the morning on my way to school. I'm not going to deal with it. And then I'd wake up 20 minutes late and be like, I don't have time to fill my gas tank on the way to school. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. So she leaves the car because all she can do is just get out and walk. She leaves the car with the keys in it. You got to take the keys with you, Brenda. I know you're not familiar with driving cars, but you should be familiar with cars. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and like, I know it ran out of gas, but she puts no effort into like at least getting it sort of out of the street. Right. Like she doesn't take the keys with her. She doesn't lock the car. And she walks all the way to that service station where the nicest man in the world works. Which also like... That would never happen no. now. Oh, my Atlanta. I would be so scared to go I know. She was walking anywhere. by herself at night as a teenager. No identification. Just like No chilling. purse. No, no keys. No fear. Nothing. <laughs> and she was just like, I ran out of gas. And he's like, it happens. I don't have any money to pay you. It happens. Yeah. yeah. He just like, he gets her gas. Mm-hmm. He gives her the thing that requires the $2 deposit, the like gas tank or whatever. Mm-hmm. He drives her back to the car. And then I have to assume that when the car is not there, he also takes her home. Well, yeah, because how else would she get home? She has no money for a cab nor a phone. All she's got is a nice man service guy. Yeah. And he just like... What a it world. happens. We're fine. <laughs> Everything's good. And I was just like, I needed this man in my life. No kidding. Like, like I just need someone to be like, it happens. No, Everything's fine. No wonder our parents are like, like, it's fine. Just go here. Just do this. And meanwhile, we're like terrified. Yeah. Like, because no, they grew exist. up in a time where it was super easy to just talk to random strangers. <laughs> Apparently. Well, it's because you had to because you didn't have a cell phone. True. You couldn't call anybody you trusted. You had to just talk to strangers. Cell phones, man. People in the 80s were so much more free. So much free. So much free. <laughs> so much free. <laughs> so much free. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so, but then, yeah, so the car gets stolen, she thinks. Right. And she goes home and calls the police. And did she call her parents or did they just, like, come back and the police are there? Like, what happens? So do I, we- I don't know that we see a conversation or hear that a conversation happened, but they do. They are back and the mm-hmm. police are there and they're clearly back from their date night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're... They're talking to the police. Yeah. And they filed a report of just like somebody stole the car out of the driveway. And uh, all of the adults believe Brenda. They have no issue with it. They're like, okay, it's fine. And then she goes upstairs or whatever. And Brandon's like, why wouldn't you have heard them in the driveway if you were (laughs) home? Which 
I'm going to be honest. I, she should have just been like, I had my headphones in, Brandon. I was listening to Janet Jackson. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening for your car. Right. Like now we learn why Brenda's a bad liar. It's like if she was ever grilled, you know, like it would have all fallen out. Exactly. But yeah. like no but one nobody was the does that. Exactly. The parents just take everything at face value. Like she exactly. would have had no problem sneaking out. Like if they had come home, she could she probably would have just been like, oh, I was in the bathroom. They'd be like, OK. Yeah, like, okay, that's fine. Cool. Yeah. Like, clearly right. they're not going to question things. As far, like, after you get past the first question, you're good. You're done. You're good that's to go. That's all you needed. Exactly. But no, now we learn why Brenda's a bad liar. <sighs> and that what was... stress, man. That was the same night that Brandon was at the library, right? When he just, yeah. like, attacks James. Yeah, because he took his bike to the library. Or he took his bike to work and the library. Yeah, because he took his bike to work and... That was the day that James was at the, the Peach Pit, pit. Mm-hmm. which, by the way, the outside of the building that they showed said, like, the apple something. No, it didn't. Yeah, because <laughs> then in the next episode, you see the, the exterior pit. of the Peach Pit. And I was just like, what the hell building were we just looking at last <laughs> time? Um, but yeah, so James is there. And he was like, hey, man, it was great to play against you. You know, I'm really excited. One of us is going to make the team or, you know, whatever, Brandon right. being a good guy. And then James walks out. And then somebody says, like, He's definitely not going to make the team or something. Like Brandon hears them say that. Yeah, like one of the taller guys that like walks out and they he like makes some joke about Brandon not definitely not making the team. Which I don't. I was kind of sitting there listening to that. I was like, are we sure that they're talking about Brandon? Because they could be talking about Steve. Right. I mean, they probably were talking about Steve. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a coincidence maybe that they said that and Brandon just happened to be right there but he didn't know their conversation he was just talking to James Mm -hmm. he doesn't know what they were saying yeah no he just jumped to conclusions because he overheard them and then (laughs) before he goes to the library and he's Nat's teaching him how to make a sandwich he says with mayonnaise (gasps) you can't be too specific oh my gosh (laughs) oh I can't (laughs) Nat, I can already tell that Nat is going to be such a better father figure than dad. And I'm just like, thank God. He's the total voice of reason. He's the only voice of reason. Like, literally, no one else can be trusted with with advice (laughs) or with any kind of words of wisdom. It's literally just Nat, which is great because I love him. Yeah. No, like, already I was just like, all right, you are ridiculous being like, all right, this is how you put mayonnaise on bread. And then lettuce and tomato and whatever. But I was just like, you're better. There's an art form. You're just better. <laughs> like, you gave Brandon a job because you knew he needed one. And because his dad was giving him all this pressure. Yep. And then, I don't know, you're teaching him how to make sandwiches so that he can do more at the restaurant and take on more responsibility. And perhaps get better tips as a result. Mm-hmm. And he's got to be a flexible uh manager with scheduling because if brandon is on the school newspaper yeah. the school basketball team has a job and goes to the school where they talk about how difficult all the classes are how is he gonna do all of this i don't like know. how is he supposed to have a job well yeah i mean especially even okay so like when i was in high school not because i was on the basketball team our practices were tuesday thursday friday and then we had games on saturday mm-hmm. and it would, well, actually, I take that back. It would rotate. It would either be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then games on Saturday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, game on Saturday. So okay. it's like we rotated week to week because, you know, we had to make time for all the different teams to play. Okay. So presumably you were busy three nights three, a week. Three nights a week 
plus Saturday game day could be flexible of like what time of day the game is, right? Exactly. Yeah. So like we might get there, you know, an hour before the game and stay 30 minutes after the game. So it was probably like, you know, three hours total. Mm-hmm. But then depending on what time it was. Like, yeah, that could be like what noon to four or seven to ten right yeah so like you can't have a steady restaurant job with those and then you know say with the newspaper i have no idea what the deadlines are for that because and andrea keeps changing her mind (laughs) but assume he has to put at least one story a week into the paper right and and that story could involve interviews with folks or it could be investigative journalism yeah which he clearly is not good at so he never does no we have not we have not actually seen him do anything other than an op-ed so i refuse (laughs) to believe that he is actually a journalist right yeah to be confirmed down the line i hope but assuming (laughs) assuming it's still yeah it's a assuming he has to write another op-ed and then yeah his schoolwork on top that would be pretty stressful yeah, there's like it just seems so unrealistic that he'd also have to have a job. Well, and I'd imagine he'd only get what like one or two shifts a week. Exactly. Yeah, which like is fine. It's sure. doable. It, I Nat seems like the guy who'd be willing to do that for mm-hmm. him. But it also seems like he's got a pretty good relationship building up with Nat. Yes. And can you really do that if you only work like Wednesdays and Sundays? Right. Yeah, and when you have like you know multiple other employees and customers to deal with and all that stuff it's like yeah, yeah how how I mean it's a tv show yeah, so I know. <laughs> I know I have to let all of this go it just bothers me because like they talk about how great Brandon is yeah I'm just like you're just giving him too much stuff right like you're just expecting a lot out of this mm-hmm. kid well and I think we see that tipping point a little bit at the library mm-hmm. because he just gets fed up like they well, but they both do. Yeah, but for two entirely different reasons. Brandon, because he thinks James is lying and James is not being truthful, and he's making up this story, and he's not, you know, making the team for the right reasons. Yeah, and- like it seems like Brandon is assuming that James is like sneaking into yes. school somehow because he's not in the program and he clearly can't live in the district. Well, and he walks up and he's like. Oh, so I see you're actually studying or like he makes some snide comment about the fact that he's in the library. Yeah. And so naturally that would set anyone off, but especially James, because he knows what Brandon's talking about. He's like, what? Who are you? Yeah. I met you two days ago. (laughs) Yeah. What right do you have to say all of this to me? And it's just crazy because, again, the best acting job that we've seen on the show thus far by James. But it's just unreal to me that the same kind of stuff that happens today happened back then Mm -hmm. and it's like have we really gotten that much better as like people not just take race out of it I mean race is the big issue but like just just take it out and it's just showing the difference in just people like humanity like have we really come that far maybe individually like you know you Mm. and myself as individuals but we're talking about the same stuff yeah this is still an issue and that it just oh it just blew my mind. And I know that's why they did a whole episode about it because, yeah. you know, you got to talk about it. And the best way to put it in front of kids is to put it in the TV show that they're watching. Exactly. Like, that's just the easiest thing to do. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, I can pretty much guarantee that if I looked at any of the other shows that I was watching, I'd find the exact same episode. Totally. Like, I guarantee Degrassi had one. It would just, there's 45 seasons of it, <laughs> yeah. so I'd have to find one. Right. Well, and I think the only shows that don't show stuff like that are either trying to paint a picture of a world where that's not an issue, mm. which is a little 
obviously unrealistic mm-hmm. or they're trying to or they just don't have the diversity which is a whole other issue yeah i mean that was that's why i really wanted james to stay on the show Me too. i was just like all right this guy clearly goes to beverly hills like yeah. he kind of lives in the district like i don't know if he got like a different kind of hardship because his dad worked at the library or? so he, yeah because his dad he said his dad works for the city library okay and yeah. so Obviously, like, one city could have multiple school districts because, mm-hmm. like, when I was in school, we moved literally from one house to another a mile apart because the other house was in the school district for that high school that I went to. Okay. Otherwise, I would have been in a different district for a different school. Mm-hmm. Same county, but two totally different lines, I guess, drawn. Yeah. And so, but if your parents work for either the city or the county, like, whatever that, uh, you know, government or whatever job is you can go to whatever you want like that's also like if your parents are teachers you can go to any school in the district or any school in the county or whatever it is okay so yeah he's probably able to go just because his dad works for the local government yeah he works for the city yeah okay yeah because i mean so like he lives in the city Mm -hmm. he goes to the school so realistically we should at least see a black person running around in the background like you could at least give us that (laughs) totally and like i I said it before but he would just be a better friend Mm -hmm. and you know i bet he and dylan would get along great oh a hundred percent because to dylan it never would have occurred to him to think anything bad yeah that he was different yeah well and then (laughs) they would be in tech class together he could tutor him and get him caught up on stuff they could hang out and read poetry together. Hey, maybe Dylan would even teach James how to surf and James would teach Dylan how to play basketball. And then they would be more well-rounded people all together. What little bros. Oh, oh my God. I already love that infinitely better than whatever's going on right now. No. Yeah, because no, we don't get more James. We just get more Steve. Oh, you're right. We got, <laughs> oh, what a bad replacement. I know. And then, oh, and... Brandon's just yelling in the library. I just got really yeah. mad about that. I was just like, excuse me. At first this you is hear, a library, sir. Yeah. At first you hear the demands to be quiet, but then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is too far out of hand. We're not going to make them quiet. And they just yell. Yeah. Which is very, like, And Brandon was so out of line. Like, I can imagine everyone in that city library just being like, who is this? Yeah. Like, who the heck what is this What is guy? happening? How dare you? Which, I guess, to his credit, like, once he figures out that, you know, his accidental racism mm-hmm. was actually racist yeah and at least that he, he was in the it. wrong mm-hmm. and that he made all these assumptions and frankly andrea is not a good investigative journalist either because she just went to the one place to find out if he was registered in that office versus like going to the rest of the school and being like what's his address like why is he right here? yeah i mean maybe Which she still shouldn't have given her anyway but well true but maybe she kind of did that on purpose, like, to kind of give Brandon something mm-hmm. and then drop it because she didn't want to jeopardize her own future, I guess. I mean, who knows? I mean, it I could just know. be bad inv- investigative reporting altogether. I choose to believe it was bad investigative reporting altogether. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm- I just, I refuse to believe that this newspaper is actually that good of a newspaper. Mm-hmm. I think it is just op-eds on the front page and pictures. maybe we don't even know if there's a photographer i'm actually amazed that brandon isn't like oh this dslr blah 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 i know how to do that too start mansplaining the camera how the camera (laughs) works to andrea (laughs) 
We yeah. do find out that Steve is still a racist at the end of it because he's still like when Brandon and Steve are talking again about like the resolution, Steve is still a racist. Brandon is at least acknowledging that he was wrong and perhaps trying to evolve from that, you mm-hmm. know, like actually learn from his mistakes. But Steve's yeah. still like not having it and he's still the worst. Which, yeah, no. I'm, and unaware he's terrible. I'm just over <laughs> Steve. Like, I remember two episodes ago where I was just like, oh, Steve and Dylan are friends. Mm-hmm. And Brandon has a group of guys that he can talk to. And yeah, Steve's kind of weird for mocking Kelly for a nose job, but we can get over that. And now I'm just like, no, Steve needs to leave. Yep. Like he he needs a huge redemption arc. Yes, because if, so far he has not brought anything good, no. like anything positive. No. He's the new girl of the week. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So <laughs> five out of five episodes, we've had a new girl of the week. And this week it's, it's Steve, Steve, which actually that's a hilarious point because I'm pretty sure at one point during the episode, Andrea calls Steve a slut. Yes, she does. <laughs> I actually wrote that down. It uh, cracked me up so much. I literally a spoiled slut. Yes, I wrote down. Where is it? I wrote <laughs> down. Oh, gosh, I have to. Where did I write that down? Oh, you know what? Brandon was even building a camera in tech class. Oh, really? Oh, that's was it Brandon? I think so. I, oh, yes, yes, yes. You're right. Yeah, yeah because um, it was Scott was the one that was oh, like Scott. trying to explain it. And he, <laughs> they were like, so why isn't it working? And they were like, didn't plug we it didn't in. plug it in. <laughs> But yeah, okay, so I found my note. Said, I, I said, does Andrea call Steve a slut? I am here for that. <laughs> Andrea is savage. Like, we need an episode that is just Andrea. Just Andrea's savage attacks. Like, yeah. Oh. Just her going through her day. Like, she wakes up in the morning, just drive all the way into school. Brandon says something stupid to get out of an assignment for the paper that he doesn't want to do, which he does a lot. He's constantly like, Oh, I can't cover the swim meet because I got a date. I can't cover the basketball tryouts because I'm trying out. I can't go to homecoming, right? Like, or, or cover the homecoming football game or whatever that football yeah. game was. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, because he had a date. He's always busy. Yeah. He is not a reporter. No, he's I not. I refuse to believe it. I still also think that Andrea could... We talked about there was no other voice of reason. I still feel like she could be one. She's just probably kind of like we said earlier, like she's kind of Brandon's like little angel guardian mm. angel maybe in some way she's so she's the one shoulder and then steve's the other shoulder Ooh. so she's sitting there being like brandon you need to drop this because you're clearly just emotional because you didn't get on the basketball team or you think you're not going to because you right. hadn't even been cut yet and then steve's over here being like no be a racist yeah no you should only like larry bird you should not like magic johnson why yeah. would Steve like the Celtics over the Lakers? Because the what do you say? Us Irish have to stick together. Some which stupid. is the worst thing anyone could say. Yeah, like, that is terrible. That's when you realize, like, okay, yeah, it's really about race with Steve. It's like nothing to do with anything else. And I think that's when Brandon realizes it too, because mm. he's like, wait, you're born and raised in L.A., but you like Boston. Boston's the worst. He's probably thinking <laughs> in his head. <laughs> Uh, yep. So Steve's racist. Uh, Brandon was the worst and is slightly not the worst he gets anymore. Better. Oh, I do actually have in quotes, so I think it might have been in the show. There weren't black people in Minnesota. There were not? That's what I have in quotes. Oh so my gosh. So apparently Brandon <laughs> I may have just said written it. that down. Oh, geez. And it's been like, Brandon sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
<laughs> Steve is the worst with a whole bunch of O's. Um, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when Brandon shows up at the gym to like train with James yeah, like later and like over. apologize and all of that, James is amazing because he goes, you didn't have to apologize for wanting as bad as, as bad as I do. Yes. And I'm just like, you're such a good person. Well, and I think that's the point. Like for James it's only about basketball. Yeah, he wants to be on this team. And like we started the episode with Brandon also just wanting to be on the team. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Didn't matter who he was going up against, what he was doing. He just wanted to be on the team. And so yeah. did James. They wanted the same goal. Yeah. But then Brandon it got distorted. Was, yeah. Because now it's like, well, no, it's not enough to want it. You have to want to tear down everything else to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which like is, only you should have it, not everyone else, which is horrible team dynamics anyway. If Steve yeah. had somehow made that team, they wouldn't have. He would have gotten his ass beat yeah, a lot right. because he's a little bitch. Or he would have rode the bench and he's then. He's a spoiled slut. Yes, he's a spoiled <laughs> slut. And he probably would have ridden the bench and then gotten all up in arms about the fact that he was on the bench because he deserves mm-hmm. to start. And then he would have Bobby Knight thrown the chairs exactly or... throwing a clipboard throwing a water cooler if he can pick it up because he probably can't that's the worst <laughs> can't stand steve I, no like i'm just mad at him like all i want to do is talk about like but let's get rid of him and mm-hmm. bring james back yeah that would be a great posi- petition to start if we if this were you know <laughs> it was 28 years still. ago <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to invent a time machine. Okay. We're going to go back to 1990. We have to make sure to plug it in first. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go. Who wrote this episode? Uh, was oh, it, it was I not Darren Star. No, it was Artie. Oh, that's right. Because we got Because Artie Mandelberg writes the next one, too. Yep, double Artie. And we're going to go find Artie. And we're going to be like, you have two options. You <laughs> write Steve better. Mm-hmm. Or you can get us into Darren Star. And we're going to get James signed to the show. And I am all for that. Because, again, Steve is the worst and James is the best and could be best friends with Dylan. <laughs> oh, God. And then we'd get more Dylan. Oh, this world needs more Dylan. Oh, so sad. I know. So what's also weird about this episode is, like, it's one of those stupid sitcom endings where it's, like, yeah, they I get Mondale that. back and they're, like, well, wait, the keys were in the – isn't that your keychain? Like, and to she's Brenda. like – Oh, mom, you caught me. <laughs> like, I half expected a laugh track to, I like, know, play. just, like, the freeze frame and the laugh track yes. and then just Credits. fade to black. Yep. But that's how it ends. It literally ends yeah. just, like, isn't that your keychain? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so, like, you would think that, I don't know, maybe next episode she's grounded. Yeah, or, like, they get to the bottom of it or something, but no, that doesn't happen. Yeah, and she's a bad liar, so... Oh, but it was only the first question. So you That's should right. be like, I don't know how they got there. And it's again like, like that guy okay. in uh, Austin Powers <laughs> that like you have to you ask, ask him three, three times. times. <laughs> if you ask Brenda three times, then she'll tell she you the truth. She has to tell you the truth. Exactly. All right. So grading time, I guess. Oh, do Is I it have that time? To? All right. My thoughts are the subject matter gives it an automatic like probably B. Mm-hmm. Because I think it was a really important episode, subject matter-wise. I agree. Um, it docks a letter grade because no Dylan, so that's a C. <laughs> Ups a letter grade because I like James. And then I want to knock it back down a letter grade because <laughs> Steve sucks. Yeah. And, like, I'm just 
mad at how much screen time he got being a terrible person. I'm going to add a plus sign for Andrea's savagery. savagery. As well as her like awesome androgynous clothes in the beginning, she was wearing like the tie and like like sort of like suit type thing. Like a very it looks so good. Yes, it yeah. looked really good on her. Anyway, okay, so I'll give it. You know, I think I'll still probably give it like a solid B. Interesting. I mean, be, just because I truly, even though you know Brandon sucked, Steve sucked, Brandon learned a little bit. Mm-hmm. He was given some opportunity to grow a little bit. Again, Andre was fantastic. James, from an acting standpoint, was, was terrible. I mean, terrible. Oh my God, I said almost a terrible. It was <gasps> terrific. Me. Terrific. Um, and again, I think the subject matter, it was an important episode. Yeah. So I prefer it much more than the others that we've watched, besides mm-hmm. maybe the pilot or something, just because it sets it all up. But so yeah, I'm going to give it a B. B for important. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, um, that's going to happen a lot. <laughs> I like it. I'm all for it. Um, what don't I, I want to give it, I don't want to give it a B because I'm just mad at yeah. all of the white men in this show. And like, totally get that. Brandon doesn't deserve a B. Steve doesn't deserve a B. Dad doesn't deserve a B. That's fair. Nate. That's fair. Nerd Nate. Nat could get an A. I'll give, I'll I give a little Nat. bump up because of Nat. Um, I think, I don't really want to give it a B, but. What I really liked in this episode was like when Brandon gets all pissy and starts yelling and James can give it right back to him and like it actually makes a difference and I believe it versus like when he has yelled before and thrown shit and like all of a sudden he's better. Right. Like I think this one I think this one did it better like making Brandon have to think through his emotions and think through what somebody said to him. Yeah it was really good dialogue good back and forth but then with James getting the final word, but the final word was very thought provoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. it's difficult. It's really difficult. Um, it's conflicting. So you could give it C for conflicting. I was going to say a C, and you give me. All right. C <laughs> for conflicting. All right. We're slowly turning into Sesame Street here, <laughs> giving words to all the letters. Oh, if only we had S so I could be like S for spoiled slut. Oh. If okay, we're gonna make we, we can because no, think <laughs> about it. Superior, yes, we used to have like needs improvement, and you oh. know, um, I don't remember what the satisfactory was. was yes, S. satisfactory needs improvement, and I feel like there was a really bad one, but I never got. I was gonna it, say, so. <laughs> I didn't get that one, so I don't know what it means. It was always satisfactory. <laughs> I, I think you can get expectations. Oh, that was the other one. Okay, maybe I was always excused. No, I don't know. I can't be that. <laughs> I can't be like that. Um, yeah. Okay, so S for spoiled slut, C for conf- conflicting. Yep, that's a word. And, and B for important. <laughs> All right, I like it. Oh, God, we're going to start giving this like 12 grades. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be real. It's nowadays, it's like gray learning, it's not black and white. You so know, it's like. Fair new math and all that garbage and they don't teach teach cursive anymore so we can give it multiple we can do we whatever wanted. we yeah, want basically yeah, is what yeah. you're saying exactly okay all right so that was episode five one-on-one what do we have next week we have a uh, higher education all right episode six all right well then i will talk to you next week let's do it bye bye 
I don't like it. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> this has been Back to West Bev. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review us. Five stars, please. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Back2Podcast or contact us at Back2Podcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O-Podcast at gmail.com.